the use of Kamiyas, amulets, in Jewish law and mysticism and Kabbalah, and the Rebbe's opinion on the subject. So throughout Jewish history and Jewish literature, the use of amulets or Kamiyas are discussed as a mystical and spiritual cure or protection against various issues and calamities. For example, it's recorded in the Gemara and Shabbos 61a, and later on in the Shulchan Aruch, in the Machab ben Al-Tareb in chapter 301, regarding whether or not one may carry a Kamiyah in amulet on Shabbos and when it is forbidden to do so. When it's considered part of one's clothing or like a piece of jewelry and when not. The writing and production of such amulets had a fairly large market of consumers, with the general public believing in their power and capabilities. Even in today's day and age, there still exists both real and self-made Kabbalists who write amulets for protection, which they provide for people, sometimes for sale, or for a hefty donation. Certain amulets were halakhically considered proven to give protection and cure, while others were not. And hence we see that the concept and use and benefit that an amulet can have was considered real according to halacha. However, other amulets were considered halakhically forbidden to be used due to the prohibition of Darkia Mayri. In this lesson, we will discuss which amulets are permitted to be used, and whether or not at all it is recommended today for one to use amulets, even if it's permitted. As well as, we will go through the Rebbe's directives and instructions regarding the use of amulets. So the main halachic question relating to the use of Kamiyas amulets is regarding to Darkia Mayri. Darkia Mayri is a biblical prohibition in which the Torah prohibits one from doing things that were done by the Amorites. Practically, this refers to the performance of any action that has no logic behind it, and there is no connection between the, the, the action or item and the matter which one desires to achieve. The reason for the prohibition is due to that it possibly is rooted in idolatry or sorcery. So with that said, does the writing of gibberish on an amulet, a kmiya, consist of this prohibition of Dr. When there is no connection between what's written and whatever cure protection you're trying to achieve. So the halacha in the Talmud, Rambam, and Shulchan Aruch in chapter 301 is as follows Any incantation or amulet that has been proven to work is permitted to be used for healing or protection and does not consist of Darkia Mayri. As Darkia Mayri only applies by amulets if it does not work. However, if it works, then it's clear of Darkia Mayri. The Al-Tarebbe brings a debate regarding the middle scenario in which one doesn't know for certain that it works, but also doesn't know for certain that it doesn't work. And there is a difference of opinion in this regarding whether it transgresses Darkia Mayri or not. Some place can hold that perhaps it does contain Darkia Mayri until you verify that it's able to work. And the Al-Tarebbe concludes that every Baal Nefesh is to suspect for their words in a situation doesn't contain much need, but in a case of need, you are allowed to use an amulet even if you have yet to verify and ascertain its usefulness, so long as it's not completely negated. So with that said, we can already conclude that according to halacha, it's forbidden for one to go amulet shopping and just buy and use any amulet unless you know that it has a record of actually helping, curing, and protecting. Otherwise, using such an amulet is darkia mayri. With that said, this does not mean at all that we recommend the use of amulets, even those that have a proven record to work. Although from the letter of the law it's permitted to use an amulet which is proven to work, nonetheless one is discouraged from doing so due to the danger involved in entering the mystical world of amulets. You see, evil forces are more prone to damage and attack those who involve themselves with amulets, 
such as one who either personally or his ancestors have been involved in amulets or witchcraft. The following is a quote from the words of the Sefer Chassidim. The evil spirits do not confront and cause damage to a person unless he first confronts them, such as through writing an amulet. This applies whether he personally wrote the amulet or it was written by his ancestor. Accordingly, continues Rabbi Yudah Chassid, one should not deal with amulets, even in the case of danger of life, as this is not a wisdom, as it shortens man's life and the life of his descendants. And we do not push away one soul because of another soul, and the Torah instructs us to place our trust in God. Hence, one should only rely on prayer and supplication to God, who will guard us and our descendants from all evil from now and forever. End quote of the Sefer Chassidim. Hence, to conclude, even if you have a proven amulet that works, written by a holy Kabbalist that does not contain any prohibition of Dark Yemayri, the Sefer Hasidim says, don't do it. Don't get yourself involved in it, as it uses spiritual forces that can then come to attack later on. And this, in essence, boils up the Rebbe's own approach to the subject. In a variety of letters and responses, as collected in the, in the set Shulchan Menachem, Volume 4, the Rebbe states that it is not the Chabad custom to use amulets kmiyes, and this refers even to those written by great Kabbalists. Rather, one should increase in his trust in God, who is the true healer, and which is the greatest of all schools. The best of all amulets, says the Rebbe, is the observance of Torah and mitzvahs throughout one's day, on which it states that they give one life. Whenever people approach the Rebbe regarding the use of, of kmiyes, amulets, he would discourage them from being involved with it due to the known dangers involved in doing so, as we explained above. And in one instance, he responded, as is public knowledge, I have no involvement with Camus, and the dangers of this are well known. Hence, to summarize, we have clarified that while certain amulets are permitted to be used according to Jewish law, and do not pose a prohibition of Darkia Mairi, such as those that have a proven track record of working, nonetheless, even those amulets have a danger involved in doing so, and therefore you should not use them, and that is the Chabad approach, and that is the Rebbe approach, not to get involved in Kamiyas and amulets irrelevant of who wrote them, a real Kabbalist, a self-made Kabbalist, etc., etc. It's interesting to note a story, though, that's told regarding the Rebbe Rayatz, that he once told an individual who had a serious health condition that he should wear as an earring a piece from the Torah crown and that that would protect him for the rest of his life and he should never take it off and indeed that is what he did to the last day on earth. Obviously if a tzaddik a rebbe gives a certain zgula to be followed then it's protected from these dangers. Thank you for listening to shulhanarcharav.com our free services of making Torah knowledge available to the public depends on donors like you. Please help us continue our work through making even a small contribution at shuhanarcharal.com under the daily halacha dedication section or in the subscription page. Also, check out our online courses and many safarim available for purchase that will both enhance your Torah knowledge and help support our work.